Celebrity Big Brother is back, and we've got recaps of every single episode here on Rob as a Podcast. So whether you watch for the epic blindsides or for the insanity, like Ricky Williams giving a colon massage to a constipated Cato Kalin, yes, that happened. Check out our Celebrity Big Brother coverage on Rob as a Podcast on Apple Podcasts, PodcastOne.com, or the Podcast One app. This is Corolla Digital. A master carpenter who's here to help you out. If you can't fix it, then let A show you how. Get it on, get to get it on, mandate, get it on. Welcome to Ace on the House, or Ace on the Roof, as Pops Corolla calls it. Stromers over there. <laughs> I got a lot to discuss with you yes, as far sir. as home improvement goes. I yep. know you want to get out of the gate and hit uh, Tommy John. Well, men and women love Tommy John. Scott's happy as double agents aren't going rogue. Melissa's TJ's are so light she worries she'll forget to pull them down in the bathroom. Both men's and women's underwear sport a no-wedgie guarantee, comfortable stay-put waistbands, and fabrics that are soft and designed to move with you. You got them on, obviously, today, Ace Man, don't you? I Let me tell you something, Stromer. Yeah. I got a new routine. Yes, sir. Tommy John routine. Yeah. I put a pair on yeah. in the morning. I dunk myself in the freezing cold pool. Yeah, you do. I get out yeah. and I hang them in my shower to yeah. dry. And then I grab the pair from the previous morning that was hanging on the shower valve that is now dry. And I Jeez. dawn them. I dawn That's them. fantastical. You got, it's two first. I proudly dawn them. Dress shirts and undershirts that always stay tucked. Go anywhere apparel goes from boardroom to boxing class. New air collection for ladies. Quick drying antimicrobial fabric. No visible panty line guarantee. All backed by the best pair you'll ever wear or it's free guarantee. Tommy John. No adjustment needed. That's right. Go to TommyJohn.com slash Adam now and get 20% off your first order. That's TommyJohn.com slash Adam for 20% off. TommyJohn.com slash Adam. All righty then, Stromer. What are you working on? What I, are you driving? I, well, I'm driving. So I lent my brother 5800 <laughs> And guess what I got? <laughs> I got the Cabrio nah, 2001 convertible. And everyone on social media basically has said, is that your sister's car? Is that your, or, you know, whatever. Any, anything that applies to that, that car is awful for you. Mm-hmm. I've gotten. And yeah. I know you're about to come at me with no, something else. I just... You I hate the car, I know. I like hearing stories <laughs> amongst adults. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I like to hear a story where it's like, what happened? Yeah. Well, my roommate took a can of my Dentimore stew yeah. and he ate to his head, man. He made the whole he ate the whole thing and yeah. then he didn't replace it. So we got into a fist fight yeah. in the apartment and I'm like, How old are you? Fifty seven? <laughs> it's like okay. <laughs> Well, now I do agree it's wrong to steal a man's Dinty Moore stew. Correct. On the other hand, <laughs> at this fairly advanced age, you shouldn't be having that conflict. I had a conversation with a but friend. But listen, of, listen yeah. to me. Mm-hmm. I took the car. <laughs> yeah. And I Wait, got a this can. This is more in your brother. And, and I got a Dinty Moore, a can of Dinty Moore along with it. And yeah. I'm, I, I'm driving it temporarily while I decide 
which truck to purchase. I had a conversation <laughs> with a friend. I'm looking at uh, Fonda Lear and Gary. You know, you guys think you get a little tough love because you work for me. Yeah. I, I, I will ha- happily hand it out to anyone within the sound of my voice uh, because I don't look at it as, oh, you guys work for me. Now you got to listen to me. Quite, quite the opposite. I look at it as a gift I'm giving to you because this will help. I could get you some slippers yeah. or a box of uh, cashews. Sure. But this is the gift that's going to keep on giving. That's right. The gift of knowledge. And I have I have a friend who I, I used to be best friends with and haven't spoken to in 15 years because I gave him a few too many of these gifts and he wasn't, uh, he wasn't a fan of it. Yeah. But he told me once when I was visiting him in San Francisco, he was about your guy's age at that point. Whippersnappers. Uh, looking at uh, Matt and Gary, he was... Uh, Probably, uh, I'm trying to think. He's probably in his early, early, midi 30s. And uh, he was lamenting that he got screwed over. He had an idea, he had an idea for like a domain website, and he got effed by uh, the man. some chick. Yeah. Oh. The woman, the but woman. who was the man? And his partner. And he said, it's like 1200 bucks to register this domain name. She was going to go in for six. I was going to go in for six. And then she pulled out last second, screwed me over, and I lost the domain. And now I'm screwed. And uh, screw her and the uh, Vespa she wrote in on. And then I said to him, why is it you don't have $1,200 to register a domain name? You're, you're 30 four and a half or you're 37 or whatever, whatever he was. And he went like, what? And I went, how come you don't have the money to register the domain name? And she's, he's like, she screwed me over. And I'm like, yeah, I know, but you're, you're 35 years old. You got 600 to your name. Like you don't have enough. You got a great idea. You're going to get rich. She screwed you, but she didn't have to screw you. You could have just come up with the other 600 yourself. And so what, what, what ultimately happened? Never talk to me again. <laughs> he didn't like that. That's tough love. That's, he didn't the, like that's that the downside kind of, of tough love. Well, what I'm saying is, is, so what if I said what would have kept our relationship going? I should have went, F her, man. She screwed you. Yeah, right. Well, that doesn't really help you save up 600 bucks. No. That's what I'm what saying. What was the, do- the, the domain name? It was... You porn, and it would have been. I mean, he would have been. This is nineteen ninety. That would have been awesome. You understand? Nineteen ninety nine. Never heard of that name, by the oh, way. Oh wow. man! Oh wow. man! He had. Unfortunately, when I press the the letter Y into my phone, that comes up, and my daughter sometimes is cruising on my phone, and I'm, I have to quickly snatch it from her grasp. This guy would have been a multi, multi, multi million. I have no idea what it was. I have no idea what it was, but it was like circa 1999, yeah, 1998. Man. Yeah. All right. Anyway, too much tough love. I know. That's Never what you do, though. But, that, but you have to do it. Somebody has to do this. Somebody for the has people, to do it. Right? That's right. Somebody has to do it, and that person is me. Leon, 49, San Diego. Yeah. How are you doing, guys? Good, Hi. man. All right, so um, I bought a condo. My wife and I bought a condo about a year ago, and mm-hmm. we have a, a Kenmore microwave vent hood combo 
uh, sitting above our gas stovetop. Yep. Uh, sits, sits pretty snugly in between uh, cabinets that are on the left and right of the microwave. Um, shortly afterwards, I noticed that the vent fan recirculates the air back into our kitchen through the top front of the microwave. Yeah. Uh, after going through a couple of filters first that are in the microwave. And I thought that was kind of strange because outside of our home, there's a rectangular opening that goes straight through the wall from where the microwave is up against from the inside, mm-hmm. uh, specifically for the purpose of the, of the vent. So, so one day I took down the microwave to see why the air is instead recirculated into our kitchen rather than blown out through that hole. And I found that the opening on the backside of a microwave where it would be vented is off is is uh, off about one inch to the left from the hole in the wall. Uh-huh. Uh huh. B- both openings are about uh, are the same size. I also measured the cabinets on each side of the microwave and discovered that the left cabinet is is um, two inches shorter than the right cabinet, mm-hmm. which essentially means that if both cabinets were the same width then the microwave would have been situated perfectly to fit the back opening. What's the, um, uh, let me, what's the finish on the cabinets? Um, it's wood. It's a wood, wooden cabinets. I mean, I'm not, I don't know what kind of finish it would be. Yeah, I get it, but it's but not, they're, it's they're not, tan. it's not paint gray. Like, have you, uh, do you have any thoughts about painting the cabinets? Uh, no. Okay. Not really. All right. I'm just because you you were going to maybe cut the cabinet like four inches out of the cabinet oh. and reside it, right? I, I, Move it I was going to say if you're going to paint things, you can kind of monkey around. Right. I mean, it's it's sort of like a car. If you're going to paint a car, you can get some bondo sure. out and shape it and bang it out, whatever. But if you're doing a DeLorean and it's stainless steel and you dent the fender, you can't bust out the bondo, right? So it's kind of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why it was even installed this way? I mean, because the guy is there, stunk. Is there a good That's reason what... that would have been? No. <laughs> l- let me tell you something. Yeah. You know how many? You know how many times I've taken a house and busted into a wall or did something and then screamed why? Yeah. As loud as the I mistakes could. Mistakes like, are rampant. Why would you do that? Why would you? It, it's some some stuff's not even mistakes. It's just. I mean, it's mostly lazy. It's mostly expedient. Expedient, not in a positive way, but just like a sort of a, I'm going to get out of here. Like no one, you know, we used to say, we used to have a saying when I did construction. We had two sayings. Yeah. Two sayings. uh, Three sayings. Two of which you can still say. Yeah. One was, you're not building a piano, which is someone's spending too much time framing on something or working on something rough, someone come by and go, hurry up. Yeah. Like, it doesn't have to be that but nice. But you have to you have to characterize the voice because it would be a guy going, you're not building a piano! You're not building a piano! Get that one. Yeah, there's that, yeah. We get the other one, which would be, uh, you can't see it from my house, which would be like, <laughs> whatever you screwed up, you I screwed yeah. this up, and I can't see it from my house, yeah. and the guy just leave, which yeah. made sense philosophically for me. Like, Correct. I'll be home, and then I won't see it. Yeah. And what's the third one? Uh, he can't say it anymore. <laughs> it, 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 was, it was blank rigged. It would say blank oh, and yeah, then the yeah. word oh, rigged, right. but there's yeah. a racial that's insensitivity right. to it. That right. uh, Well, you could substitute it with the path of least resistance makes men in rivers crooked. It wasn't Jerry rigged. <laughs> Wait, sorry. Let's hear that again. And it wasn't Irish rigged, but there was another culture. And I just don't that's think right. you're allowed to say that. No, anymore. you're not. No. No. 
But and at the time, I frowned up upon it. Of course you did. Mm-hmm. I know because you, you're a man of morals and ethics. That's right. That's me. What was, <laughs> your, what was your saying? The Sorry. path of least resistance makes men and rivers crooked. Oh, that's good. Isn't that nice? Is that from Shakespeare? No, it's from some book I read. That's good. Yeah. Isn't that yeah. nice? Right? Mm-hmm. But that's what the people do. You know, but they, they, they see that the cabinet's mismeasured. They did it wrong at the factory. They brought it there. The hole's cut wrong. You know what? Let's just do it anyway. I want to get out here and go get a Burger King. Leon? Yeah. Do you think there's a way you can get those two to unite? Um, well, I don't, I don't, I've never, I don't have any experience with cabinet installation or anything yeah. like that. So, I'll, I'll tell so, you um, what, Leon, let me say this. Can you take a few pictures of what you're discussing and send it to us? Gary, what do they do? Send it to our Facebook? Or Are we going to put them on hold and try to? We'll see. Uh, we'll try. If, he's, he's probably not at home. Are you at home? No, I'm not at home, but I can certainly do that and send it. Do that. Go ahead and, and eat. And also, Leon, see if there's a vent on the top of the microwave, because I'd like you to go straight up through the t- upper cabinet out the roof if you can. But anyway, let's see what it is. Send it to us. Yeah, Ace on the House at uh, AdamCarolla.com. That's right. Is that true? All right. All right, send us some pictures. And I, I think if I get some good pictures of this, I can kind of break it down. Let me break it down about Casper Bed. Spend a third of your life sleeping. Many of my family members are... I'm three-quarter. They're knocking on <laughs> yeah. five-eighths, nine-sixteenths. Yeah. Nine nine they've they've crossed the half. Uh-huh, that's right. They've crossed the half. <laughs> they may not be asleep, but they haven't moved in a they while. They just lay there. They, they just things. lay there. Casper combines multiple memory foams for a quality sleep surface with the right amount of sink and the right amount of bounce. I uh, have one of these. I uh, have one in my daughter's room. It's the one that comes is, in the box, right? It is and, excellent. And it opens yes. up when you get it. It blooms That's like a rose. 20,000 plus reviews and an average rating of 4.8 stars. Out doesn't get much better no, than that. Casper's become the internet's favorite mattress. Wide array of other products as well, like pillows and sheets, all designed, developed, assembled in the USA. Affordable because Casper cuts out the middleman and sells direct to you. Hassle-free on returns and compl- if you're not completely satisfied. Ships in the uh, US and uh, Canada as well. Matt? Get $50 towards select mattresses by visiting Casper.com and use promo code ACE at checkout. Terms and conditions apply. All right, so Stromer, you still working on? So yeah, still doing the studio. Still do- now, I got another job where I'm uh, creating a t- uh, two spaces out of one with a big old couple of beams in the center. And we, you know, we did the glue lamb beam, and we three guys paralam or glue lamb. Sorry, we did gl- paralam. Three guys coming up with the ladder and the beam on, you know, climbing the thing and up more, more. And then this wedge is going and you're beating the two by fours to try and shove the thing up higher to get the entire roof system to elevate another quarter inch to fit it in, in the place. Put the metal on, put the Simpson stuff done. Are you how well, give me the dimensions of that paralam? Paralam is like was, a glue lamb that has more fiber. Exactly, in it. exactly. So this is nine and a half by three and a half. A three and a half, which is a yeah. four by yeah four by, by nine. So by it's a nine. four by ten. Yeah, exactly. And how long is it? Fifteen feet. It's good. It's good size beam. Yeah. You want I, know, went, uh, I went a little oversized because I just don't want things to fall down and kill. One of the most uh, 
pissed off I've ever been on a job site. Yeah. I don't I don't mind seeing guys loafing. Yeah. I hate when guys are overly concerned with safety. Yeah. I get angry at that. You do? Yeah. <laughs> my but listen, my when- thing is safety lasts. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Let's go yeah. fast. Fast. You know what's first? First. First, first, first is first. first. Coming in first Safety's is first. ninth. Uh, it's down the list. Yeah. I don't know where but it is. you know about beams. They can get away and kill. But let me tell you. Yeah. I don't work that way. Yeah. How do I you got, do it? I, I, so I got a glue lamb I put up when I was building a garage yeah. extension at the party house a million years ago. And this thing, this thing was like a six by 14 or something. Like yeah, it was yeah. a big old boy. And it was like 22 feet long. And I got like a genie lift, the two arms in the middle, and you know you crank sure. it, and it's kind of like a high rise forklift that you sort of do you crank on your own. And I said, "All right, guys, let's get this beam up in place." I had to go up about fourteen feet, something like that. It was a little bit dicey. Could have used two genie lifts, sure, just because it's a little in the middle, t- tippy, right? It can yeah, be, yeah. So uh, I said, "Let's do it," and. um at some point, I left, and then I came back, and I said, uh, "What's going on? Why isn't this thing on the genie lift? How come we're not get you know we're not ready to put this thing up?" Yeah. And one of my guys said, uh, "The genie lift has a max of like five hundred pounds or four hundred pounds. Some yeah. has a max on the you know it's printed on the side like max weight four hundred pounds." Right. I went. And called the lumber yard and talked to the guy, you know, who did the paralam yeah. or the glue lamb. I can't yeah. remember which one it was. And he said it was like 35 pounds a foot. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and you got like 14 feet, yeah, which yeah. exceeds the amount. And yeah. I was like, are you high? Put that shit on there. Let's go. Because... <laughs> I said, because the genie lift says rated to three. It's like if you take an A-frame ladder and it says rated to 300 pounds and you fold it out and you put a 400-pound guy on there, you think it's going to collapse? Hell to the no. No. You got at least another two, three. You, Of course you have to rate them to the lowest amount for, for OSHA sure. insurance yeah, right, and, right. And, and all that. Underwriter's laboratory. Like that thing's got to be... At least double what you, you would, really think what it's, it's marked on yeah. there. So safety ninth, or I'm not saying it's out of the top ten. <laughs> it's in the top ten. It's just toward the bottom yeah. of the top ten. So so this morning I had to get to my my studio job to get the guy to do things right because mm-hmm. we're at the very end. They're on the crawl now. Nobody wants to do anything. He said to me yesterday, "Senor, the problem for me was the." The too many guys, too much traffic. I could not get through the thing, so I just stopped working. And I said, "Why didn't you call me and say I don't have anything to do here? What did you do?" And he just said, "I just sat here. <laughs> he just sat, sat in the garage for four hours, five hours, I think. Didn't go home, and then expects me to pay. There is a lot. Do I of- have to pay?" I don't know. What do you do? Because then I, morale, always, you know, I always do because they're, ah, they're so poor mad. and pathetic, but you shouldn't. There's a lot, you know, it's weird. This phone, it, it, it's, uh, it's not a two way street. It's like a one way alley. And I'm, it leads right to my tuchus, man. Yeah. I, I had one of my guys the other day 
you know, it's a 23-year-old dude, and he's right. working on my house. And I just looked out the window, and he's just staring at his phone. Right. Like, he's, get, he's getting his... Uh, checking stocks, obviously. Checking his fa- fantasy <laughs> soccer team. <laughs> yeah. You know, fantasy highlight. So, then if you, culturally so if you don't work. pay, then the morale goes away, and I can't get a guy soon enough to get it done. If I if do If you don't pay, pay, you're a douche because you have blonde hair. It flows in the wind as you drive your cabriolet. In slow, in slow motion. These guys have five <laughs> kids and live in Pacoima, and you're a dick if you don't pay I'm them. A dick, but, right? But the phone, the thing that's funny is they all have a phone. Uh, yes. And they're all looking at their phone, checking whatever's going 100%. on, doing, doing whatever's going on. Yeah. So obviously, kind of a waste of time, which we didn't have the opportunity to do when we were younger and doing this. But they don't use the phone to call you and no. go, what's going on? Here's what I want to know. I, the amount of times I've sent a dude to the hardware store and he's like, I know you said you wanted panhead screws, but all they had was flathead screws. Right. So I just went ahead and got the flathead screws. They had the panhead an inch and a quarter, but you said you wanted one inch. And I'm like, I wanted the panhead. Yeah, but you said, but they only had. Yeah, and yeah. I'm like, well, why don't you call? Then call. call. Uh, you know, it's funny. You always go, do you have a phone? And they go, yeah. Do you have my phone number? Yeah. 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 Okay, then just call and ask. And then my thing is just FaceTime me so that, oh, I don't have an iPhone. It, I can't FaceTime. Who wants to FaceTime? Because then I can at least say, hold it up oh, to where I'm talking up. about to show I what see. you're talking about, That's right? That's good. But yeah. they don't have the the feature because they don't, they don't have, have, the have Apple. Oh man, I want to kill myself. This is a this is a first world problem. I'll man. tell you what isn't a first world problem. Mm. Scott's turf builder. Yeah. Why? Because spring's coming. It's easy to get the lawn of your dreams by simply feeding your lawn a few times throughout the year. Feed your lawn four times a year for a thick, green, and lush lawn. Help to crowd out pesky weeds by creating a greener, stronger, more resilient lawn. Now, that's true, by the way, because I had a bunch of weeds coming up. I planted some of the Scott stuff, and boom, the grass shows up. It's, it proliferates. It takes those weeds down. They're, they're gone forever. Scott's no quibble money-back guarantee. If you're not satisfied, you get your money back. That's unbelievable. Can you imagine using a product? You don't like it. You just return it. You get your money back, right? Once can't in do er- better You can't. Once in early spring, late spring, summer – and fall for a greener, stronger lawn all year long. Start your Scott's Turf Building Program today. This is a Scott's Yard. Huge, green, beautiful, and fantastic. Am I right? I got to tell you, man, I live in one of those neighborhoods that use the Scott's, and yeah. it is glorious. Yeah, like a putting green for crying Vibrant. All right. Uh, we got a call up there wondering, hang better, insulate house, cold. Yeah, Garrett. especially lately. It's Los cold. Angeles. Garrett? Yeah, hey, guys. What's up, Garrett? Yeah, hey, what's I, going on? Hey, thanks for the call. Um, yeah, my wife and I, we just we just bought our first house in El Sereno through the grace of God somehow. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we uh, it's on a hill, and it's one of those homes that the first level where you walk in is a living room, and then you go downstairs, and it's the bedroom. And then there's a uh, basement below that. And oh, so it's the, like the a split-level 70s house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so we just, we had to, we're refurbishing everything, and we just put in a new four-ton unit, and the, the living room is great. Like, you can, you know, cook it out. You're like 80 degrees, no problem if you want it. You go downstairs, 
And it is just, it will not go above uh, 65 degrees without extra space heaters. And uh, I you know, took a laser thermometer and checked the registers and getting good heat at the registers. I pointed at the floor and it's just like the floor is just radiating this like 50 degree or cooler air up through the floor and it's just chilling us out. Um, I'm trying to find a way that, you know, we can kind of maybe bring the difference down to like five degrees or so. Um, it looked like there was some fiberglass insulation put in there in the eighties. And, uh, I'm wondering if there's something right. better that I should yeah. be looking at. It's, it's subterranean stuff, man. I mean, it is, it just drops. I mean, uh, if anyone has a basement and I've lived in a few houses with basements in, in LA, uh, or lower levels or whatever you want, subterranean, whatever. And they're two story houses. And you go upstairs to like the bedroom at the top and it's facing the West. It's and it's, and then you drop, then you just walk down the stairs and turn, make a left yeah. and head down the bed. You can just feel it's it. Just atmospheres. Drop. Yeah. It's oh, literally yeah. atmospheres. Yeah. But what's on the walls and what's on the floor? The floor is a slab, right? Uh, in the basement? No, it's actually just, uh, it's just, Turf or a uh, soil, you know, and they they kind of like poured like a perimeter foundation. But what's um, the flooring that's down there the, now? There's just there is some some OSB. Somebody did a you know just like a quick job of throwing some uh, some OSB and some some joists on the floor or across the studs. And, oh, okay. So let um, me hold on a second. Let let, let let's uh, do what uh, MC Hammer would do, which is break it down. <laughs> It's a timely reference. No, you can't get, can't touch this. Can't touch it. Yeah, that's right. Because you're too legit to quit. Mrs. Stromer was in a Hammer video back Really? Then. Hell yeah. Which one? She was, it was an Olympics song. I can't remember the name. It wasn't one of the famous ones. It was like some Olympics thing, but I'll show you the vid. I'd like to see that. Oh, you're going to want to see it. Um, okay, so. I have, ha- I'm wearing Hammer pants right now. You, are, you got a <laughs> hole blown open in the crotch, by the well, way. Well, you know why, don't you? <laughs> Easy access. Hondo. So <laughs> let me ask you this, Garrett. The floor is sorry. There's a slab, and then somebody put stringers on the slab that's underneath the OSB. You put, and then they put the, they made a subfloor on on what is a slab because it's a basement, right? Uh, no, there's there's actually no concrete poured in between. It's just like the I've never seen it before. It's just like a perimeter of concrete that was put down at the edge. I don't see anything. I haven't like started okay. shoveling in the All middle, right. but it's just okay. But are you trying to are you trying dirt. to make that space a living space or you're just saying that's the under portion of your home? Well, I mean it's you know, it's I I I build engines down there and whatnot and that's just kind of tinker tinker and whatnot. Yeah. Um I I may finish it out at some point. I was thinking about sheetrocking it in. You build um, engines? I, I look- what kind of engines? Like Tom Cruise and War of the Worlds when he had an <laughs> engine in his kitchen he was building? Yes. Man. Uh, yeah, it's, it's kind of like that. I mean, I've upgraded. We moved out of Echo Park, so I don't have to do that anymore. You know, but, you know uh, I've got a little bit more space here, but I, I do the old Japanese cards. Like what? You have this podcaster's interest now. Oh, interesting. I'm building, ang- I'm building Japanese <laughs> what engines are you right now. What? Uh, so I, I got a, uh, well, I have an old MX-5. Uh, I got a spare engine for that that I'm working on. I'm starting a new, it's called a Mitsubishi Pajaro everywhere else in the world, but it's, uh, 
think we call it the Montero here. Ooh, and, uh, sweet ride, I man. A, I had an Isuzu oh, yeah. Trooper. Yeah, you did. So, like, the Montero was, like, the cool version my of mine. My wife had a Montero back in the day. Sweet ride. Yeah, go ahead, Garrett. Yeah. Uh, it's all good. I just picked up a supercharger for it. It's the only thing that you can uh, supercharge legally. Uh, I think it's the only year you can supercharge legally in California and get away with it. Let me ask you. Uh, let me ask you this. So you have this basement. I'm going to try to figure yeah. this out. By the way, if your wife ever uh, starts complaining <clears throat> about uh, your engines and how much it costs and how long it takes, I was literally speaking yesterday to my guy who's been building my V6 Nissan Newman. GT1 championship car engine. It's like a three liter V6 Nissan engine. It's got a turbo on it, blah, blah, blah. One in Newman's 85 GT1 championship car. He's had the engine for about two years. He's been building on it. Uh, we're trying to get it back, trying to get it in the car. It's like, yeah, it still needs some stuff and it's not really done yet. And then we're like, how much have we given you so far? Uh, answer, $34,000. Really? For an engine. And what do you think done. it'll end up being ultimately, 50? Uh, well, by the time you get into the MoTeC fuel injection and the in computers and the and the super, uh, sorry, the turbocharging, the aftercoolers, yeah, yeah. all that stuff. Yeah, you could be in for 50 grand yeah. for one but motor. But this is a classic motor that has to, it's like an art piece. It's a crazy piece that yeah. makes 650 horsepower right. out, of, out of three liters. So that makes sense to me, then. It makes sense. Yeah. It's just, it costs a lot, and it takes a long yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But are you going to drive yeah. this car, ultimately? Yes, I shall drive God. this car. Can I, get in a, can I get a ride? No passenger seat. Why? Uh, don't need I'm it. I'm talking lap, baby it's doll. It's weight. I'm talking lap. You can do what the great Paul Newman did, which is pull up an apple crate and sit on it oh, and okay. hang on around Watkins Glen. All right, I'll do that. To learn the line from the late, great Rolf Stumlin. Ooh. Sorry, dead. Died at Riverside in 935. Okay. 1982 or something. So, wait. Um, all right, Garrett, don't get me going on Japanese engines. Here's what I want to say. <laughs> all right. Yes. Um, some insulation would be fantastic. Uh, you means you have to pull up that OSB. I pray to Christ they screwed that stuff down. Did they nail it or screw it down? Uh, no, they screwed it down. Okay, good. Do you have access to getting underneath there? Is there a crawl space or do you have to pull up the existing flooring? Uh, I'm gonna. I'm probably gonna pull it up anyway because there's been some some uh, Damage. plumbing leaks. Yeah. In there. Okay. So. I I I would insulate. Obviously, I would insulate. I would also look at some sort of barrier, some sort of vapor barrier, some sort of visqueen, some yes. sort of rubbery, plasticky <clears throat> something. I yep. would put something on top of those joys yep. to finish it off. You can. The expanding foam stuff is is fine. It's I don't know. It's okay. I mean, it's messy. Blah blah blah. But uh, look into if you have two by six. It's like R nineteen insulation in there, and then some kind a vapor barrier. A vapor yeah. barrier. Yeah, that's uh, that's what I would think. Okay, and put it put it above the joist, but below the uh, below the OSB. Yeah, yeah, right. Finish off the top with like a vapor barrier. Correct. Gotcha. All right. Good luck with those engines down there. (laughs) Thanks. What are you going to get once you put that supercharger on that Montero motor? 
Uh, I can't imagine too much. I mean, I, you know, I got to probably get a new uh, ECU and I'll maybe kick it up to like 350 at the crank, I'm hoping. That's healthy. That's healthy. Yeah, just enough to get up a hill. <laughs> All right, Garrett. God bless you. <laughs> All righty then. Let me tell you guys about Danner boots. I love these Danner boots. So stylish. Born from logging and exploration, Danner is a Pacific Northwest original. Every boot is handmade to hold up in unforgiving conditions. They got the Stronghold work boot. 85 years of legendary quality and durability. Meets modern construction, technology, and materials comfortable i gotta tell you man used to be if you're gonna put a boot on you knew it you're gonna like suffer you're, a little you're bit. gonna suffer yeah. a little bit but that's all right you got a steel shank yeah. and oil resistant sole protect your feet yeah now it's win-win and yeah. fashion don't don't forget that oh, it looks sorry. cool win 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 that's three wins with danner boots yeah. everybody tomorrow's classic today the stronghold work boot Find your local store at Danner. It's D-A-N-N-E-R dot com. I have these things. I wear these things. And they are stylish and they're comfortable, man. Danner dot com. All right. Let's see. We got a question there. We got a online question, an email yes, question, a do. Facebook question. We got a video question. And as always, send them our way. Ace on the house at AdamCarolla.com. Go to AceOnTheRoof.com if you want to see it. So this is a video from a woman named Carrie about a warped fence. But fun fact, apparently she was a camera operator on Build Stuff Live. Ooh, and uh, apparently Carrie. since Ray had his back to camera, she says that she shot a lot of Ray's ass. Oh. Nice. Very dangerous area. Anyway, here is the uh, <laughs> video from Carrie. Hold on a second. Was it... Uh, was this Gary? I can't think. Remember, I think of this Gary Steary. Could have been Max Apatis. I feel like Gary Steary, which is I started noticing when I was doing that show. I'd go. Uh, Let me tell you a, a knock knock joke, and then I'd go knock knock, and someone would go who's there, and then I'd go Beavis, and they'd go Beavis who, and I'd go Beavis, and then you'd hear a roto hammer in the back when the punchline came, and I'd look and I'd see Ray and. First, I thought it was a coincidence because he was like working on stuff. But after about four shows in a row of him smacking something right when I would kind of say my punchline, I thought, is he being passive aggressive over there? Like, why is he making the most amount of noise right, right during the... Yeah. Gary, that was your theory, right? Yeah, it was a, a impossible <laughs> to uh, ignore coincidence. Thank <laughs> you. Yeah. Because that's what you're looking for. That's right. All right. I think Dionne Warwick said it best when when she said, that's what friends are for. That way. That's That's what what friends are for. Thank you. Yeah. All right. So what are we looking at? It's a video question. I was just pausing. Hold on. Wait, wait. I think you're up an octave. Remember when? That's what what friends are for. No, you're going. No, no, no. You're up. You're up. You're up too high. That's what friends are for. Yeah, I think you're. I think you're up. That's what friends are for. No, no, no. You got to bring it down. You're bringing it down. Remember when Dion had a psychic with her? Yeah. What were they doing? Psychic things? (laughs) (laughs) What were they doing? I think uh, in in our business, I think they call that a money grab. (laughs) Yeah, money grab. Anyone with a genie at a certain time in history was making some cash. All right. So what are we looking at? Sorry. Yeah. We're going to push play right now. Here yeah. we go. Hey, guys. 
I got this gate here and what's happening, there's a little door over there too that's in better shape. But with this side of it, it's, the wood is separating from the metal. Oh, I guess because the weather, cupping. all the rain we've been having in LA lately. Yeah. Expansion and cupping. I guess I didn't weather treat it correctly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But it's totally separating from the metal and it's warped and it's happening in a few spots. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. It's got a one by six. The TNT. gates made pretty good, I yeah. think. They went pretty deep into the concrete when they made it. When they put it in. I think you told me two or two feet down or something like that with these. Yeah, maybe. Um, That's a lot. Anyway, my question is, can I put composite in here so it will last yes. throughout the weather? My neighbor told me that he thinks the composite will be too heavy. Now we rarely open this gate, very mm, rarely, like wait. once a month maybe. Interesting. Um, Interesting. Obviously this door we use daily many times. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But this is built pretty pretty well too. All right, let's pause. What do you guys for think? Can I put? Comp yeah. All right, so she has an existing TNG cedar or redwood or something. Yeah. One by six. Looks like cedar. Could could be. Yeah. It's not that furry. Sometimes. Oh yeah, redwood's furry. No, cedar's furrier. Yeah. Anyway, point is, it's it's cedar or it's redwood, and it's TNG tongue and groove, and it's in. It's 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 inside of a metal and, gate, and they always do like a U channel to try and fit those pieces yeah. in. Right. It, it never works. It doesn't work. Uh, and this is like an L channel that I think they were screwing right, to. Right. All right. So she wants to do it with a composite wood. Now we all know composite decking material. Yeah. But I'm not familiar with composite fencing material, like one by, which is three quarter thick. You could they have do, to have it. You could do hardy siding and then cut it to shape huh you know that hardy siding that's made it's the same stuff that hardy backers made out of it's a cementous board Some, that looks like wood grain on uh -huh. one side and uh -huh. i know they have that you could cut it to size and then throw that in there and that might have enough rigidity to stand if two of them were together Weight is an interesting issue yeah uh gary see what they have in the one by one by department of the fencing. Like, I don't know, put in composite one by six TNG fencing and see if something pops up. So I really haven't worked with that stuff very often. It, it makes sense. I built a bunch of decks with it and it's it, it behaves strangely in that. It, it would seem to me that it would be really heavy with two panels if you use the hardy stuff. If you use plastic, it might be okay. I wouldn't use the hardy, cementuous stuff, which is not cementuous. It's something cementuar. <laughs> There's another way to pronounce it. Cementus? Cementus? Uh, something like that. Dementia? Yeah, that's what I got. <laughs> so Gary can look for that. Um, I, you know, the wood that's in there is not in that bad a shape. The stuff that's popped off. What do you think of this? Stromer. Well, here's why I think. Let me just interject before. Here's yes. what, why it did that because it expands horizontally, mm -hmm. and there's not enough gap on either side to accommodate it expanding. So then those boards end up cupping and pop out. It, 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 there's no such thing as it not doing that eventually. Correct. What you're saying. Yeah. What about this? What do you think about this, Stromer? Yeah. yeah. The woods in semi decent shape. 
what if we took a piece of aluminum that we're going to paint black yeah. and we did like eighth inch thick uh, bar shaped, you know, like by one inch or whatever, and we put it along the backside and we sandwiched everything in. We threw bolted it. So right now it's bolted on, it's bolted, but it's not yeah, sandwiched. They pop off. They the pop pops off. off. Yeah. I think that's a great idea, but I think you have to replace the cupped boards and do it again. I don't know. I think you could suck it in. You do? I think you could, if you threw bolted it, if you, let me see a picture of that one more time, Matt, the part where, I don't know, it's halfway in the video and she's showing the part where it's popped. She shows the bottom. It's popped in the, in the back. It's about. Back up. It's about there, it is, there it is, right there. There it is. There it is. Yeah. There it is. I. See, look how, that's out. Two inches, so that it is, is. I don't know if you're going to be able to. Shove I it back think in. you could suck it back. You do? up. Well, if it dries up for a while, but it doesn't look like it looks like there's a piece on the front and not a piece on the back. I agree. And maybe they put wood screws in there. I would through screw it and bolt on the other side. I would put a piece of one inch, one inch by eighth inch thick. Um, by however length we needed, yeah. aluminum that I painted black. Yeah. I would through screw it. I would do stainless steel. I would probably definitely use a washer yeah. and probably use one of the uh, ones that had the uh, nylon ring built into the nut. So uh, it never, never came, comes up, never yeah. comes loose. Yeah. And I would suck it back in. I yeah. would sandwich it in, refinish the wood and live with it for a while. Yeah, I like That's it. That's what I would do. I, would, I like it. That's what I would do. You know what else? You know what I would do? I'd like to talk about Geico right now. Yeah, Why? Yeah. Because everybody's got a to-do list. Drop off dry cleaning, pick up some milk. How about ad save hundreds of dollars on car insurance and you don't have to drop off or pick up anything. Just go to geico.com and in 15 minutes, you could be saving 15% or more on car insurance. Speaking of car insurance, I've been in several accidents. It's, it's really you're, helped. You're like Mr. Magoo. I'm like Mrs. Magoo. Lately. You're like Mrs. Magoo. Mrs. Magoo. For extra money in your pocket, you bet that's the most rewarding to-do you can do today. <laughs> Mrs. Magoo. Mrs. Magoo. Ms. Magoo. Ms. Magoo. <laughs> Remember when we had to do that? We oh, had to say God. Ms. I was just yelling that's about that terrible. yesterday. Literally yesterday. I was like... I was laughing because I think we were asking off the air, I believe, if Howard Hessman. Oh, the great Howard Hessman. The great Howard Hessman. The actor. Uh, WKRP could, in Cincinnati. Yes. Hessman? You guys yeah. remember Howard Hessman? Oh, for God's sake. Howard man. Hessman was, a, was a, a character actor of his day. Um, you know who he was? Think. I do recognize this guy now that I see a picture. Yeah. When you think about guys like, uh, oh, God, what's his name from Veep who was in here the other uh, day? Gary will throw it out. Uh, what's his name? With the mustache. I can think Matt Walsh. Name. Matt Walsh. So Matt oh. Walsh is kind of the Howard Hessman now. Like, that's how guys, there are all those, a million of those guys. Right. Character guy. Yeah. So what'll happen when we're dead and gone and you guys are old and the young bucks are going to go, Matt Walsh, I don't know who Matt Walsh is. And you'll go, no, no, you know Matt Walsh. And then you'll show them, uh, remember The Hangover. And they'll go, I saw the movie. And yeah. then you go, Matt Walsh, is <laughs> he was the guy, he was the doctor guy. And then right. you'll you'll do a you, Veep. Oh, right. yeah, I heard of Veep. Yeah, yeah that guy. Right. So each generation <laughs> has their own Matt has Walsh. Has that guy. Yeah. And it, it's not. 
It's not Tom Cruise. It's not John Wayne. Right. It's not Humphrey Bogart. People know it. But there's a whole slew of guys who've been in a million things. And you go, oh, I don't know who that is. And right. then you show them a picture. And you go, oh, oh, that, that guy. guy. Yeah. So Howard Hessman is like that guy. Yeah. And I was uh, complaining off the air because not only... Is he still alive? We're trying to figure out if he's still alive, Gary. God, I hope so. He was good on that. Not, yes. o- not only. How old is he? 78. So not only. He'll turn 79 next week. Well, happy get birthday, out. Howard. Has Howard. Been. Yeah, happy to Howard. Uh, not only was he uh, WKRP in Cincinnati. Right. Um, later on, because one of my favorite, quiet, quiet favorite shows was. Um, one day at a time. Sure. With a Valerie Bertinelli. Oh, the Va- Valerie was on that. And Ms. Romano. Wait. They called her Ms. Romano. It was an important time. You guys think everyone's woke now and that's a big deal? People were woke in 1979 and 1982. It just never made a difference. The plan was, it's not Miss Romano. It's not Mrs. Romano. It's Ms. Ms. Romano. Romano. And that's going to move the needle? <laughs> Oh, no. See, we do that all the time. It's like these black fellas. Oh, no, no. African-American. African-American. Okay. Problem solved. Problem solved. All problems are solved. Yeah. Because we're calling her Ms. Romano. That's right. Change uh, the face of the nation. We don't go Mexican. We go Latina community or Latino. Okay. Problem solved. (laughs) Problem solved. It's no longer problematic. No. Because we labeled something <laughs> something else. That's correct. So you have herpes. Yes. I'm calling it happies. <laughs> Problem. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> You're done. <laughs> Yo, you want medication? Happies. No, nope, no, no, no. Why would you want to cure happies? Uh-huh. I don't. All right. So that's how it works. You guys yeah. understand that's linguistically how the world works. <laughs> you just come up with a different title for that's something, it. and then we move on. Work done here. Finish. Happies. Next job. Uh-huh. The happies. Uh-huh. That's what Ms. That's what happened with Ms. Romano. That's it. The women haven't. I don't know why we had to have a women's march in 2019. Yeah, it was done. We settled in the it 80s. when we did Ms. Romano yes. in 1983. Yeah. Ms. Romano. So, wait, what was the premise of that one? Was that where they were in a boarding school? Wait, what was that? Facts? Did you say facts of life? Facts of life. The f- no, I didn't say facts what did you alive. Say? God damn you. <laughs> I said one day at a time. Okay, but fool. remember, wasn't Facts of Life a similar type of show? No. Because I know a woman Nothing. that was on that one. Felice Schechter. I don't God care. Yeah, interested. you do. She had happies. <laughs> what I'm saying is this. Howard Hessman. Yeah. Gary, look it up. Howard Hessman... <laughs> And somewhere in season four or something became Ms. Romano's second husband. Ooh. Now, the entire thing, I remember watching the entire thing. You had uh, Valerie Bertinelli. Mm -hmm. She's hot. You had Ms. Romano. And she was a single mom trying to raise two daughters. Yeah. It's a tough time. Also, the thing was weird is it took place in Indianapolis. Yeah. And I used to watch these shows like. You know, Hill Street Blues or shows you Chicago this or whatever. Yeah. Like they lived in Chicago. Like I think the Huxtables like lived in yeah, Chicago. They yeah, like, he was a doctor. They were in Indianapolis. Sure. And I just sit around North Hollywood. I, the only map I'd ever seen would be like on an IHOP yeah. plate placeholder, yeah, you know. And I just <laughs> yeah. look at it. 
I, I've seen things like people live in Indianapolis. I have no idea where that You've is. You've never been there. I never even. Have you been I, out of North Hollywood at that time? Couldn't find it on a map. Really? And when people say couldn't find it on a map, I mean a labeled map. Right. I mean a map that says Indianapolis. You still couldn't find it. You would hand me a map when that show came, when I was 16, I would have started in Oregon and right. just like dragged my finger along the Canadian border and like never found it. Fantastic. It's insane. Yeah. But look Sorry. at you now. International, I might even yeah. go as far as to say. Huh? Gary? Sorry. I'm, I've got the IMDb page pulled up here. I'm not sure exactly what I'm looking for. Howard Hassman. Yes. Played? Uh, Sam Royer. The husband. Of Anna, but I'm sure that she was la- largely referred to as Miss Romano. Ms. Ms. Gary. Ms. Ms. It's important. That's what changed MZ. the game for women. That's why they don't have problems anymore. I was instructed to call uh, customers that when I worked at a supermarket. What would you say? Ms.? As opposed to, correct. Which supermarket and when? Ralph's 16 to 18 years old. So uh, Really? Did you ever steal produce and take it home to the early old lady? What happened to Ms.? Is it, no one does Ms. anymore? <laughs> no, it was a game changer. It's it weird. Uh, well, what year did that thing hit? Like 79? 75. 75? It ran 75 through what? 84. Well, that's a good run, That is man. a good run. That's a nine-year run. 209 episodes. Yeah. It was great. Every single episode, I'll tell you every single episode of uh, One Day at a Time. Yeah. Um, Ms. Romano, trying to navigate the... Uh, Hessman's only been in 16 episodes, but still carved, carved into my memory. Sure. Every single episode was this. Huh? Something about flooring? All right, we'll talk to that. Talk to uh, Jim from Vegas in a second. Every single episode was, (laughs) she's going to get a big promotion at the office. She's working off. She's going to get a big promotion. And this will change the family system. And so they go, I'm getting a big promotion. And they start, they go on a shopping spree. And Barbara buys a fur coat, blah, blah, blah. And then it's somewhere in the middle of Act 3, she thinks she's getting a big promotion. And at some point, the Japanese businessman comes into town. And uh, the boss says, uh, hey, Ms. Ramon, puts puts his hand on her thigh and goes, no, he didn't. I want you to take care of Yoshi over here. And you'll get you that You know promotion. how the game is played, oh, don't you? close-up of the hand, And right? a close-up of the hand yes. and a close-up of her face. And then you have the actor do a slight squeeze. Right. When it, yeah. And then so what would happen is at the end, yeah. she'd be sucking him off in a mop closet. <laughs> oh, no. Wait a minute. <laughs> Hold on. Well, that's how you put it. No, no, that's how. No, how. Wait, she would come home and she would tell him, take it all back. Yeah. Screw you. Take this job and shove it because her name was Ms. Yeah, Ms. And she had pride. Yeah, she did. That's right. She won't succumb to that. No pun intended. Jim, 35 from Vegas. Hey, guys. What's going on? Hey, man. Um, Thanks for taking my call. Hey, Uh, man. So I'm going to try my best to paint a a picture because it it might be kind of hard to understand. So I've been laying tile in my house just the downstairs right right and it's uh the six by 36 kind of wood look uh porcelain tiles and so when you walk in the house you've got an entryway and and then all the way to the back walls kind of like a family room now in the and then and then there's a like a doorless entry uh cutout to get into the kitchen and dining area so i have uh, in the main room, all the tile are, are going, you know, in the same direction. Uh, but what I'd like to do in the kitchen dining room area is do a herringbone pattern. Uh-huh. So 
what my my question is so and then i i've got a transition kind of in in the doorway i i found this really cool backsplash um that that uh matches well with it that i did on some stairs and and so i'm doing that to kind of transition the room mm-hmm. but when i'm uh, where i start the herringbone my thought is uh, do i want to still start kind of like center of the room of the dining area which is going to be covered you know by a big uh, kitchen table and stuff, um, or would I want to start like right butt up against the backsplash at the entryway where where you know people will see the most, and I kind of want that to be the most perfect. Okay, uh, so I wait, would, are you gonna so with hair with any pattern, the perimeter you should have a border of some sort to to make not only the job easier to cut that herringbone and make sure that those squares are complete right angles. Otherwise, it's going to be hell on earth. Or get yourself a really nice square chalk line around the perimeter of the room, so at least you have reference to how to cut and make sure that thing doesn't drift on you. Because you you'll don't, really see it; it'll be awful. You don't want that thing running into the baseboard. You want to do a. I would because yeah. it's it's really easy to cut the the pattern if you've got tile around it to reference where you're going to do your cuts using a china marker on both sides of the tile. Ms. Uh, Stromer knows this well. And there's always a kind of a thing of like, where's your eye? Where should we start? Right. But I, my impulse is start in the middle, fan out, and, and have, have it even on both ends. Have it even on both ends, yeah. but also have the border flexible. It could be a four-inch border. could be a seven-inch border. Yes, you know what I mean? So yes. depending what, on whatever works. I mean, if you if you even ran the, the direction of what your tile is going now and that bled into the border uh, direction, mm-hmm. then that might be a cool way to do that so it seems like it's for a reason. Like you don't want to just have diaposing angles coming in from one room to another. At least tie it in with the same direction you've been laying that other floor with the border, so it all looks that way. And hey, then there's a reason for it. You know hey, I mean? Jim? Yes, sir. Uh, my movie, Not Taco Bell Material, is coming to the Regency Tropicana Cinemas in Vegas. Are you Vegas. kidding me? That's right. It's going to air on the 27th of this month, which is coming up this week, right? Like a Wednesday, Thursday? What day is that? Wednesday. Oh, 27th, yeah. That'd be Wednesday, next Wednesday. Yeah, and uh, you can still get a few tickets over there at the uh, Regency Tropicana. So why don't you go avail yourself of uh, those and go see my movie and take your friends. Bring a picture of that, that herringbone. And when you send us a picture of that picture of your finished product, then we'll uh, lavish praise upon it. <laughs> we'll, we'll do, actually. Now go... You just taught me something that Regency Tropicana Theaters is still open. Oh no! That's the, old, oh, that's, the old, no. that's the old dollar cinema in like in in the ghetto. That's where oh. guys with the trench coats used to go have butter popcorn on that's their lap. You know what I'm saying? Howard Hassman's yeah, listening that's, right that's now. Where they do like they they still show the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Oh. I think like twice a month. Ooh, All right, okay. so it's not at the top of the Bellagio. <laughs> Get over yourself, Jim. <laughs> Got to support the art. Screw your herringbone. And by the way, you want that uh, you want that tile job to come out right. Yeah. Let's not upset. Set the Great Magnet. There you go. The Great Magnet needs you <laughs> yes. and two of your closest friends to go see my movie, Not Taco Bell Material, <laughs> at the recently refurbished Regency Tropicana Cinemas, the jewel in the crown of Las Vegas cinemas. Anyone will tell you that. That's right. Yeah. <laughs>
All right. I'm, I'm all over that. I'll bring my uh, bulletproof vest. Get down there. Take in some of the local color. And again, don't upset the great magnet. The great magnet will... The great magnet will have your thin set knock yes, off too will. fast. Hell yeah, he will. If Go you ahead do and not lay get that out down, your dry arts. ridges. Yeah, that's right. No one cares about it. <laughs> Let me tell you about Tommy John. Men and women love Tommy John. Scott is happy. His double agents aren't going rogue. Melissa's uh, TJs are so light. She's uh, worries about forgetting to pull them down her Tommy John's man before she hits the bathroom. Go so on. airy, so light. <laughs> Some guys are into that. Both men and women's underwear sport a no wedgie guarantee. Comfortable stay put waistbands and fabrics are so soft. They're designed to move with you. Dress shirts and uh, undershirts always stay tucked in anywhere. Apparel goes from the boardroom to a boxing class. New Air collection for ladies, quick drying, antimicrobial fabric, no vis- visible panty line guarantee. I'm wearing mine right now. Yep. I have two pair. They go back and forth. I never wash them. You don't have I to. never do anything. I jump in the pool with them in the morning. I freeze my ass off. I take them off. I hang them up, and I put on the pair from the day before. Yep. It's perfect. Back by the best pair you'll wear, or it's free. Guarantee. Tommy John. No adjustment needed, right, Matt? That's right. Hurry to TommyJohn.com slash Adam now and get 20% off your first order. That's TommyJohn.com slash Adam for 20% off. TommyJohn.com slash Adam. So you can go to uh, Tug, T-U-G-G dot com and, or AdamCarolla.com slash events and see which theaters are sold out, see which theaters have a few tickets left, see which one's playing near you, but see which ones. There's shows coming up, too, past the 27th at not Taco Bell material, but we're all over. I mean, we're we're in Atlanta, we're in Austin, we're in Salt Lake, we're in Seattle, Tampa, Florida, all places I couldn't find on the map. Jeez, you're ever, but now look 16, at 16, but now look at me. Yeah. I can read it off a page. That's right. So uh, check that out. And again, uh, the shows that have been sold, there's still more tickets sometimes until it's sold out. And um, I think Phoenix is sold out, and I think uh, Denver is sold out. That means no muss with the tickets. All right. Uh, you can uh, check out all our offerings at Chassis, two S's and a Y. Lots of good movies coming up there. You can uh, check out uh, com for all the stuff and all the pods and all the everything. You uh, want to send us a tweet at uh, Ace on the House. You can send us that. You can... Uh, Bookmark us and click on through our Amazon link. It just helps. You can hit Stromer at ericstromer.com. So, until next time, Santa Pro for Eric Stromer saying, Mahalo. Subscribe on iTunes or visit aceontheroof.com. This is Corolla Digital.